Yes, we all did. Obviously. Okay. Are you scared? A little bit. Don't be scared. Okay. It's gonna be okay. Okay. Um, this is like honestly the first time I've ever recorded one of these without the aid of adult beverages. I realize we're at work and that would be inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Also, I think there's something inappropriate about I'm not exactly your boss. Mm. But I am like the adult in the room. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it would be inappropriate anyway. <laughs> If it makes you feel better, I would do it in a non-conspicuous bottle so you would never have to know. Oh, good. Yeah. I could pretend like I didn't Mm -hmm. have any knowledge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not even an authority. It's a respect thing. Look, I wrote that joke in. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me really happy. Does it? This is scripted. The entire thing. The entire thing is not scripted. Don't lie to the people. All right. This part is. Before we get started, um, I just want to encourage everyone to go and check out the Patreon for this show that you are currently listening to. In case you have no idea what you're listening to, it's called Obviously Haunted. And if you look up Obviously Haunted podcast on Patreon, you'll be able to find my Patreon. And I've got some cool stuff going on over there, like... I've been making stickers for various episodes, and you could get like a really illegible handwritten thank you card... I really want to send some of these out, so please be a patron. Even if you just, like, if you're a patron for, like, one month, you could get a bundle of stickers and a shout-out and a thank-you card and feel good about yourself because you, like, bought me a beer. It would be rad. But you didn't buy cat a beer because that would be weird. That would be weird. And I'm, I'm starting to do or produce some exclusive content for my Patreon page, so it's not up yet, but there will be things like reviews of haunted locations that I've been to, and hopefully I'll be doing some reviews of horror movies and stuff like that as well, and that'll all be exclusive content for patrons available on Patreon. In the meantime, we are going to do this episode, and our episode today is on Key West, Florida. I'm Becky. And I'm Kat. And Key West, Florida is, is obviously, obviously haunted. haunted. It's it's a little bit off the beaten path today, or like, not off the beaten path, I don't know. It's weird because we're talking not only about a place, a location, which we are talking about a location, it's called the Artist House, but more than that, we're talking about a resident of the Artist House, the very infamous Robert the Doll. <clears throat> so Kat, have you ever been to Key West, Florida? We used to vacation in Florida. Maybe I've been to Key West when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Do you know where? You just would go anywhere in Florida, just like wherever the... I was so was young going. that I started crying when we went on the road trip because I thought that we were like moving houses. Um, so I was just very confused. I had no idea where we were. <laughs> I don't want to live here. It's too hot. The people are old. So old. Oh my God. And haunted. And haunted. And also really leathery because everybody spends a lot of time outside in Florida. I can Mm -hmm. say this. I used to live there. (laughs) Okay. So, okay. So actually you have more of a connection Mm -hmm. to Florida than I originally assumed. Yeah. But that's not really why we're telling this story. Can you like, why, why is this story interesting for you? Okay. So this story, I didn't realize that like Chucky and Child's Play was based off of any true story, any like any truth to it and so that's why I didn't think it was that scary because I was like oh that's wild there would never be possessed or like a haunted doll like that's not scary to me that's uh, that's enjoyable and then when I found out that Chucky was based off of a real thing I was like no no that's that's too real I can't do it and that that's real fear you were upset in your heart Mm -hmm. I love dolls really I mean I think they're wholesome I think they're terrifying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like even before thinking they were haunted, <laughs> they just stare at you with those dead eyes. <laughs> Super creepy. So uh, will it ruin the whole episode if I tell you that Chucky is not actually based on Robert the Doll? No, because it's still it's still scary that there's any real okay. realness to a doll being haunted. So starting with some history, the artist house is a historic home on the island of Key West, and it right now it's like a hotel B and B kind of a situation. Like you can go and stay there. 
And they know it's haunted? Like well, they're... apparently the house itself, like, there are some things that people say, but it's not the house. Okay. That's not where Robert the Doll lives anymore. So okay. we'll get to there, to that. But, um, so it, it's not, it's not necessarily haunted. I did read a couple of things, but that's not really what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about the Otto family and what happened with them when they built and, and lived in this home. The Otto family were a very prominent Family in Key West. They were wealthy. They were both originally from Key West, Thomas and his wife, Minnie. And they were sort of stereotypical rich jet setters. They both, they would travel a lot. Mm -hmm. They lived in fancy places. They had three children. And after their first two sons, they decided they were going to, and I think a daughter, they decided they were going to build a home. So they started building this home in 1890 and apparently it took about 8 years to finish it's it's huge just queen anne style architecture big columns mm-hmm. gingerbread decorative lavish. detailing and stuff yeah yeah lavish yeah yeah uh, if you look at pictures of it though it's also like sea green and pink so it's very key west <laughs> yeah so these people were like rich and high class human beings They moved in to this home in 1898. Their youngest son, Gene, everybody called him Gene, was born in 1890. And he was sort of a sensitive kid. He had this weird upbringing with this weird situation that we'll talk about in the ghost story. But for all intents and purposes, he was like normal, like normal kid. Mm -hmm. Had all kinds of privilege. Grew up, decided he wanted to be an artist, got to study art in Chicago and New York, and then eventually moved to Paris and studied painting in Paris. Okay. That's where he met his wife, who was a jazz musician Mm. and concert pianist. And let me say that again. (laughs) Concert pianist. Okay. Did that sound less like penis? Um. No, I think it made me think about it more. Oh. It sound, like, it didn't sound like penis the first time, and then when you said it again, I was like, oh. oh it sounds like... It really doesn't like sound penis. like penis this time. <laughs> mm. Also, was Mickey or Minnie before, like, Minnie and... Okay. Minnie, the mom, was that before, like, Minnie and, and Disney? Mouse? Yeah. Yes. Really? Yeah, because... Well, Minnie was a... I don't want to say it's a common name. Mm. I think it's short for something. Minifred? Minelda. <laughs> Manila. Manila. If I have a kid, I'm going to name them Manelda because I think that's a great name. And by great, I mean. They're going to have a hard time. Torturous, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was that was pre-Disney because, you know, because they were building this house in 1898. Yeah. So they were born in early 1800s mm-hmm. when they got named. So anyway, so he meets this jazz musician. Her name is Annette Parker. Okay. And they meet in Paris, but she's actually originally from Boston. So she's an American as well. Mm. Eventually they marry. They come back to Key West and move into Jean's childhood home after his parents pass. And they live there until their deaths. Jean died in 1974. Okay. So he was like pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. Lived a long life. He did. And Anne died two years later. Mm, she couldn't bear to live without him. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe Robert killed her. I believe it. <gasps> okay. So, here is the ghost story. Okay. Okay. Robert the doll. Have you seen pictures of this doll? Yes, it's not cute. It's not like, cute. Like, it's... I don't know why a parent would give that to a child. Yeah, it's really pretty freaky. Yeah. Um... Uh... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Yeah, Robert the Doll is creepy. He's really creepy looking. And I might post pictures on my Instagram, but I might not. And I'll, and you'll know why later. Okay. So Gene was really young and like four, maybe like three or four, when he was given this doll, this stuffed doll as a gift. And in all the pictures, it's shown dressed in like a sailor suit. And that's either it was either a replica of something he wore mm. when he was... A kid. A little kid, or it's the actual thing that he wore when he was a little kid. Uh-huh. I don't know which is creepier, but <laughs> that's the thing. So the doll, when when it was brand new, it was most likely painted up, like had facial features painted onto mm. it. And because of its origins, 
like where where people are pretty sure it's from, mm-hmm. it was probably painted like a court jester or a clown. I hate that. <laughs> I love your face. I, I hate that. I wish that. we were recording <laughs> your face so that people could see it. Yeah. Yeah. Cat's eyes just got real big. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's pretty upsetting. So if you see pictures or even if you Google pictures of Robert the doll, if you just want a picture in your brain, that face, but with like weird clown makeup, it'll add another exciting level to your nightmares. Just like who thought that that would be good for a kid? <sighs> Nobody. And apparently... It wasn't necessarily meant to be a toy. Oh. So that's part of the story. Okay. It was manufactured most likely by the Stief Company. I'm probably horribly mispronouncing that. In Germany. The <laughs> Stief Company in Germany. And it was maybe not intended to be a doll, but was like part of a display of clowns and jesters that this company put together. Because it is, it's three feet tall. This doll? Yeah, it's pretty big. That's, I mean, that's huge. Big for a doll. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, like the age that Gene was when he was given this doll, it was probably his size, you know? Because, like, he was a toddler. Child's his- play is like that. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it last night. Half of it. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it is based on Robert the doll. Everyone's lying, <sighs> the internet is lying. So, and he's stuffed, he's stuffed with this, like, wood pulp stuffing. So he's not, it's not like he's cuddly. Yeah. And I feel like that gives some kind of credibility to this idea that he wasn't actually intended to be a child's toy. Mm-hmm. Um, but someone got him, you know, I don't know, because he was cute or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are four different stories that I heard about how the doll came to be in Jean's possession. Okay. One of the stories was that they had a nanny mm-hmm. and she was from Haiti. She was Haitian. And she gave the doll to Jean in retaliation for poor treatment from the autos. Oh. So. I believe that. I feel like that's really problematic. That's <laughs> I fair. Mean, there's also a story about like a. Uh, a neighborhood girl or like a child of one of the servants of the auto house who was from the Bahamas Mm -hmm. and then that girl gave him the doll. Um, But the considering that it was manufactured around that time in Germany, I feel like it, it makes more sense. The stories that either his, a grandparent or Mm. an aunt gave him the doll as a gift. Yeah. Like, uh, from their travels abroad, they like found it and brought it home for him. Yeah, I think that just makes it even sadder and scarier. There's no malicious intent. I yeah, I think that we try to create a story that makes it so that that would never happen mm-hmm. to, to us. Mm-hmm. And the idea that you could just buy a doll somewhere and bring it home, and then oh, just kidding, that doll's haunted. Uh-huh. Like that's really scary. But if it's like, well, I'm not gonna piss off any like Haitian voodoo priestesses or whatever. Exactly. But also like that's a little bit like, come on, you can't blame all of your demon hauntings yeah. on Haitian voodoo priestesses. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. That is problematic. <laughs> Oh, so he immediately, Gene immediately just fell in love with this doll. Hmm. He named him Robert after himself because Gene's first name was Robert. His full name was Robert Eugene Mm -hmm. Otto. So he went by Gene. The doll goes by Robert and they go everywhere together. They're completely inseparable. You were probably too young for this, but do you remember the My Buddy Dolls? Mm-mm. Okay, see, that's what Chucky is based on, which is not, it was like a doll when I was a kid. Oh, they were called that, I think, in the movie. My Buddy or something Yeah, similar. yeah. So there were two different ones. There were there was a kid sister doll and a My Buddy doll, and the whole point of the doll, this is when I was a little kid, mm-hmm. is that it was like the size of you, and you would take it everywhere with you, and it was like buying your kid. Kid and an inanimate friend. Yes. Buying your kid oh, and an animate friend. And such the, lazy parenting. The song that went, and it would get stuck in your head because it's my buddy, my buddy. It's really cute mm-hmm. unless you like put it in a minor key and think of that doll as being haunted. Then yeah. it's like upsetting. Yeah. Well, I don't like, uh, there have to be more that are. Oh, probably. Um, but that's exactly what it reminded me of. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that reminds me of those dolls where it's like, let's give your kid 
you can get these as Barbies now. They're like Barbies that are like full, si- like your size. American Barbies. Girl dolls. I had a lot of American Girl dolls, but they were never supposed to be my size. No, but you could get them to look like you. Yeah. I never did that, but that's you could. Weird. It was an option. Yeah, that's weird. And I, yeah, <laughs> it's upsetting. I actually, when I was a kid, my Aunt Beth, who's very crafty, she sewed a doll for me. Whoa. So it was a hand-sewn doll. With, like, um, colonial-style clothing mm-hmm. and, like, yarn hair and everything very rustic. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, though, and with a hand-painted face. Really Aww. cute doll. And I named it something weird, but she had said to my mother that she get she gave it to me because she thought it looked like a Rebecca. Just in general, like, someone that could have the name Rebecca? Right. And I hate that. Yeah, it's. I mean, it was really sweet. Uh-huh. And it was totally meant innocently, but, like... <laughs> I can't imagine having a doll that I would name my own name that I went by. That's, you know? yeah, I, I mean, I even feel that way when, like, people name their kids after <laughs> themselves. Like, that's just weird to me. But that's why you don't call your, like, if your name is Dick, you don't call your kid Dick, you call your kid Junior. Mm-hmm. But also just don't call your kid Dick, it's yeah, inappropriate now. don't name it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's inappropriate now. <laughs> Times have changed. Mm-hmm. Times have changed. <laughs> so... They went everywhere together. They played together constantly. They were inseparable. Then creepy shit start happening. Mm. So Gene is getting a little bit older. Mm-hmm. He starts maybe acting out or there's some, like, behavior going on. Uh, and whenever he's caught with some sort of misbehavior happening, like, messy room or, like, broken dishes or something mm-hmm. like that, he says, Robert did it. It wasn't me. Robert did I it. I hate that. Gene's mother out- claims... Minnie claims that at one point she heard the child, she heard Gene playing in his room, the door was closed, and she could hear his voice talking, and then a separate adult male voice in the room with her son. When she opened the door, it's just her and Robert, or him and Robert. Did she still not believe her son after that? That, like, like when he was doing stuff and being like, oh, this was Robert? I... It seems to me like the autos, I mean, I don't know anything about Thomas, but it seems to me like the autos did sort of believe okay. that, that that something weird was happening. So I think maybe at the beginning, not so much, mm-hmm. but eventually, like after hearing the voices and then there was a night that Jean went to sleep and woke up in the middle of the night and the doll was on his bed. And he was afraid mm-hmm. of the, which is weird because they, like they're best friends or mm-hmm. whatever. But all of a sudden he's like afraid of the doll, and he starts screaming for his parents. And the door was like jammed or locked, and they couldn't get in. And by the time they got into the room, mm-hmm. everything in the room was like torn upside down. But the doll was still just sitting on the edge of the bed, and Jean was like in a little like fetal position uh-huh. in the corner, uh-huh. like crying. Of course, like I we need to. Get rid of this doll. Right. So they um, they did eventually put it in the attic, but they gave him... This is so weird. They basically made him his own little room. Like, Robert had his own room with child's furniture in it, and he had his own stuffed toys. They, like, they knew that he had some life in him. <laughs> or, like, maybe, maybe it was for Gene to, like, go up there and play with him. Maybe. You know? Maybe. I don't know. But the rest of the family apparently did not really like Robert. Yeah. I also feel like with putting furniture around that, that is like a acknowledgement of believing in it, in the doll, you know? It might be. It might be. And if it is, maybe that says something about their situation or like what happens next. Okay. Because Gene, obviously... Continues to grow up. Eventually, he moves away to study art, goes to Chicago and whatever. But Robert's activity didn't stop there. So even after Jean left, Robert's mother, Minnie, tried to sort of keep Robert in the attic. But he would just kind of pop up in other rooms. On his own. On his own. On his own. I say with quote fingers. Uh-huh. <laughs> on his own. And people would... Like, guests to the house would hear footsteps in the attic. They would hear giggling in the attic. She actually tried to get rid of the doll a few times, like, to give it away, to burn it, to Mm -hmm. throw it away, um, or lock it up. And somehow the doll just kept coming back. So it, she just couldn't get rid of it for whatever reason. 
And so eventually she just gave up trying to get rid of it mm-hmm. and started to like live in like a, a peace accord or something with, like, with, with the doll. So she <gasps> she would just have it in the room with her where she could keep an eye on it. How did that not like eat away at her mentally? Oh, I'm sure it did. Yeah. I'm sure it did. But so she kept it. She kept it with her eventually as she got older so that she didn't have to worry about it because she could keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. But it was it no longer locked in the in the attic. So eventually Gene comes home. He inherits the house. He moves back in and his weird friendship with this doll mm-hmm. immediately rekindles. He is a grown ass married man and he takes up this relationship, picks it back up where he left off mm-hmm. as a toddler, like mm-hmm. just... They're best friends. He even started to blame things on the doll again, like bad things that would happen in their life. He would blame it on Robert and Robert not being happy. Oh, my gosh. So Anne, his wife, obviously hated this doll, Mm -hmm. hated this doll and insisted that it get locked away back in the in the attic Well, apparently Robert didn't like being locked in the attic and made all kinds of horrible things happen and everything. Gene just blamed that on the doll. Like, oh, the doll's unhappy. Mm. Robert's unhappy and we need to let him out of the attic so that he stops doing these things to us. So as a compromise, they made Robert a room in the turret of the home. This house is huge, and yes, they have a big turret, like a castle. Wow, okay. You know, okay. like the big round. Uh-huh. The, yeah. So there's a room at the top of this turret, and they basically make that into Robert's room, again, with all the furniture and everything. But it's not just like, oh, Robert lives in the turret. No, that was also Gene's painting studio. So he's Where a, he spent all his time. All of his time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So he spends all his time in this studio painting and talking to Robert the doll and keeping Robert the doll propped up next to the window so that he could have a view of the street and the people walking by. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) And he's a normal guy. Like, Gene's normal. I mean. Relatively. It's not very normal to have this kind of relationship with a doll when you're a grown-ass man. And I would say clearly there's something happening here that's not typical emotionally. Some manipulation. Or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But... But I, I looked at I looked up his paintings and it was really hard to find anything. Apparently, he made a living off of it, or I guess didn't need to because his parents were so wealthy. Uh-huh. But you can't really find images of his paintings, and the ones that are like pictures of him next to his paintings, they just look like regular ass paintings. There's like yeah. self portrait that looks like sort of regular, and <laughs> there's like a still life and. You know, a landscape or what? It's just, yeah, they're, just, they're not creepy. They're not. Yeah, dark. yeah. So, I don't know. It just seems. It seemed like he was a regular dude. He just had this one really weird thing. Mm-hmm. So after Jean and Anne pass away, the home is purchased by a woman named Myrtle Ruder. She unknowingly becomes the caretaker for Robert the doll. Oh, and. Immediately, like, weird stuff starts happening in her house, like Mm -hmm. footsteps, giggling. She would have friends over in the house, and they would swear that Robert's facial expressions would change if they ever said anything about the original owners, like anything negative. That was weird. But she keeps this doll until 1994. And at that point, she says... Because she had actually moved out of the original, the artist's house. She moved out of the artist's house and she took the doll with her. And at that point, it got very active and started moving around from room to room. And she couldn't what? handle it anymore. So she donates the doll to the Fort East Martello Museum. Okay. Which is an art museum that Jean helped design the gallery space for. So oh. it makes it kind of makes sense. Yeah, full circle. Yeah. And they accept the doll and they put him in this glass case and we'll talk about that in a minute. But she passes the doll on to its final place, which is the Fort East Martello Museum. So let's talk about the haunting. Okay. So obviously when he was at the artist's house, Robert, mm-hmm. 
he spent a lot of time propped up in the window looking out the street. Well, people reported that they would be walking down the street and they'd see him in the window. And that's weird, right? Mm -hmm. But you kind of go like, oh, that's weird. It's a doll in the window. I'm going to look away and talk to my friend. And then when they would look back, he'd be on the other side of the window. As though he had moved to be able to continue watching them. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's oh, weird. Yeah. So guests at the auto house said they they saw the doll's facial expressions change. And really, it was mostly when people said negative things about Gene. Mm. So whatever is going on with this, it was definitely, if you believe that there's something going on with the doll, it was a mutual relationship. The doll was very protective. protective. Yeah. Once he moved to the museum, they put him in this glass case and the his whole legend just took on this new life and apparently his activity took on a new life as well. So even though he's locked in a glass case, mm-hmm. the staff at the museum still say that he moves around. So they say that he will – they don't go near it. They don't do anything but clean the display case, right? Mm-hmm. He will change positions overnight, like when no one's in the museum. I can't imagine wanting to work there. (laughs) Like, that would fuck me up so much. I mean, honestly, a paycheck is a paycheck. Yeah, but sleeping at night's important. (laughs) 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 They also say that they hear, like, night watchmen and stuff will hear footsteps as though someone's walking around in the room where, where he is. But... You know, he's locked in the He have his own room? Well, he... I don't know. He does have his own room, but I don't know if there's... If he's the only thing in that room. Like, okay. So he's in a room. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's the only thing in that room. Visitors, when they come to see Robert the Doll, are warned to treat him really respectfully. You have to ask permission if you're going to take a picture of him. Whoa. And you have to speak to him politely. Yeah. Uh, apparently, if... You don't do that, bad things will happen to you. And there is a wall of over a thousand letters of people asking for forgiveness from Robert the Doll. Oh my God. Telling their stories about how they they did something rude or they made fun of him or whatever or took or took his picture without permission and then would get into a horrible car accident and like get really injured or even have relationships break up or like get divorced or even have deaths in the family or like grave illnesses in the family. Oh my gosh. So over a thousand letters of people asking for forgiveness from this doll. (sighs) And this, and it's just an art museum. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like that, like the Zach Baggins, like museum of cursed crap or whatever. It's, Mm -hmm. it's just an art museum. Totally. And I feel like it's one of those things where it's like you respect Something out of fear, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, what's the alternative? All of those letters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, it's the it's paranormal. <laughs> so that's the story. Let's talk about like debunking it a little bit. Okay. I have a few opinions. And the first opinion is personally, I don't think that any of the stuff with Gene and the doll really freaks me out that much. But you believe it. Not, no. I mean, that's okay. what I'm saying. Is like, I know that he did that. Like, I know mm-hmm. that he said Robert did it or whatever. But my brother, when he was a kid, used to, if he got in trouble, he would say, who body did it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Kids do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. My spouse's niece would literally just look at you, caught red-handed doing something wrong, would literally just look at you and say, I didn't do it. <laughs> And if you were like, but you clearly like here, you're holding this broken thing and you're covered in in tomato sauce. Yeah. And she would just say it wasn't me. But then when he got older and he continued to say that everything was Robert the Doll's fault, like like he's an adult at that point. Like he can take, I mean, he's a man, but yeah. Oh, we should take that out. (laughs) I'm leaving it out. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, maybe, but I don't know. It's it's hard to say how many of those things are true or not true because mm-hmm. the stories, it seems like in his adult life, when he left the when he left home, he was fine. Like mm-hmm. he just behaved like a normal human being. Yeah. And yeah, it's really weird to come home and immediately like regain this relationship with this doll. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, we know, I mean, you know, you're a psychology student. Mm-hmm. 
trauma does weird things to you. Yeah. And if for whatever reason he had some kind of traumatic memory or experience in that home, that might be how he dealt with being back there. Yeah. Well, and that was a thought that I had towards the beginning of just like children really seeking out like friends, stuffed animals, like imaginary friends, things like that. A lot of the time it is to cope. And I mean, also just kids have imaginary friends all the time. But yeah, there wasn't much about the family dynamic. And I wonder if that was like intentionally not included in the things that they said about the Otto family. Well, whether it's true or not, the fact that there was a rumor about it, about Robert the doll being some kind of retaliatory cursed object given to the family because of their mistreatment of their servants. Mm -hmm. That rumor is there for a reason. Mm -hmm. So maybe they were just kind of shitty people. Mm -hmm. Who knows? You know, you just never know what someone's life is. And a story like this will take on its own sort of mythology. Mm -hmm. So Gene might have like at one point said something about Robert doing it when he was an adult and not even like seriously. Totally. But if I'm his wife and I hate that fucking doll Mm -hmm. and I'm like, why did you throw away my favorite creamer? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hazelnut. You never. It's important to people. Exactly. (laughs) I just wanted some fucking hazelnut creamer in my coffee Mm -hmm. and he threw it away. It wasn't bad. We had just bought it. And Jean's like, I don't want to fight. Robert, Robert did, it. did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I mean, even the like keeping him in the turret room, like maybe he just wanted a painter studio. And yeah. That was like a way to get space where his wife wouldn't go in there. Mm-hmm. He's like, listen, Robert and I are having a conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to leave. You don't want to be here anyway. <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, with the other people's experiences, like, isn't there a term for that where somebody sets you up by telling you that something's weird and then you notice that those things are happening? Say that one more time. If someone tells you, oh, this water bottle is cursed and if you drink out of it, you're going to have something bad happen oh, to you. Oh, and then you start believing that bad things are happening because you were told that. Right. Yeah. I think... I think that might be, like, a term for... Or, no, maybe just, like, placebo. It's, like, a placebo effect, yeah. yeah but, like, in a bad way. Yeah. Because bad stuff happens. We talk about this... I feel really nasally because of being sick. Like I, Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> My voice is not like this always. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think... I think there's something to be said for that feeling of... Like, bad stuff happens and we want to pl- blame it on somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going to blame it on this doll. And then, because we've blamed it on the doll, then the next people blame it on the doll. And mm-hmm. the next people blame it on the doll. And so I'm not, I don't know. I mean, okay, was it, like, factual? Like, we know that the next, the woman that moved into the artist's house took Robert the doll with her? Yes. That's... If she was also just a sane person, like, that makes me wonder, like, if, especially, like, if this doll was really haunted and, like, scary and, like, malicious, like, she probably would have left it or she probably, like, wouldn't have brought it with her. And so I wonder if it's... So the story, the Robert the Doll story, because Jean Otto was very well known in in Key West... Mm Mm-hmm. Robert the doll was well known in Key West. Okay, so it was a big deal that she had him. Yeah, probably. I mean, honestly, like it was probably a really nice little piece of society gossipy, like fame. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I live in the artist house, and mm-hmm. I, I have Robert the doll, and oh, can't you hear him running around in the attic? Oh, it's hilarious. He's so funny. Um, <laughs> no one's because that's how you that's how you talk when you're rich. You know? mm-hmm. Oh, oh. If I ever win the lottery, I promise everybody, that's how I'm going to talk forever. If I win the lottery. For some reason in my head, I thought you were going to say that you're going to give everyone money if you win the lottery, and that that was just wrong of me to assume that. No. I might give you money. Thank you. I like you. Thank you. I'll start talking to you like that. If if I gave you money? Uh-huh. Just... Uh, <laughs> oh, so posh. <laughs> posh is me. <laughs> Cat, I'll pay you to come to my tea party. If you talk like this, I'll give you $100,000. Wow. 
I'm assuming I'm going to win a really big lottery. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. like one of those ones where you couldn't possibly spend all the money if you tried. Mm-hmm. And like half of it's taken out in taxes anyway, so. Yeah, and then I would try really hard to spend the rest of it. Mm. That's because challenge accepted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And part of how I would spend it is by giving you $100,000 to you. talk like that for a tea party. Just for enjoyment, you know. You can do that once yeah. you become rich, yeah. All right, lottery people. Make this happen. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, though. The doll is real. The doll is, like, really, really. You could look at pictures of it. It's also really creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, all the letters are real. You can actually go and visit this doll and read through the letters. And the museum archives them. So that's pretty messed up. I don't know. It's it's hard to say because this is all people's experiences and most of these people who had more experiences with this are dead. Mm-hmm. So you can't, like, call them a liar. Yeah, well, that's something I was thinking about of, like, this story happened so long ago before the internet, before anything, before, mm-hmm. like, people could be like, this is happening. And I, I think that can go both ways. I think that can go of, like, I believe it less because everything is just exaggerated or I believe it more because they're no longer around. And, like, if that was a scary, like, if this doll was haunted, then I think everyone would know. And that's not something when you say something that's out there, mm-hmm. you're not typically lying about it. But when it's taken so, like, there's no way to know. Yeah. I, it's interesting is, I think when you're talking about paranormal things like this, that idea of it being older and the internet not being around and like we can't debunk it because mm-hmm. these things weren't, it wasn't as easy to like take a video mm-hmm. or record something. That's all well and good. But even now, when everybody has a phone in their pocket with a camera mm-hmm. and people do take videos of stuff. Yeah. And I still, I'll watch those like videos of haunted mm-hmm. shit or whatever and be like, no. Photoshop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, I'm pretty sure that someone was behind that couch or what, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, even, even things that I really feel like in my heart, like it gives me goosebumps or it like feels really creepy. Yeah. My brain takes over and says, except no. Nope. Don't believe this. <laughs> Don't believe this. And, and that's coming from someone who like, wants to believe and mm-hmm. wants there to be I just think that when something goes so against your like your schema like your your reality mm-hmm. it's so hard to allow that into your brain if you're not even if you are having that in person experience yeah your brain just wants to protect you yeah totally so if it is real I I could see why people still wouldn't believe it. Mm. Like, I think there's always going to be, you know, it's like Sasquatch, too. It's Mm -hmm. you have the listen with Sasquatch. Like, there's this really famous footprint Mm -hmm. that was a Sasquatch footprint or whatever. And blah, blah, blah. It's like the most famous thing that ever happened with Sasquatch other than that video. And the people who made it like the guy who made it his sons came forward after he died and they were like deathbed confession my dad totally did this it was a complete hoax blah 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 people do not believe them they don't believe that it was a hoax yeah and when it's something like that where it's like that is literally the last thing they're saying why are they going to go out of their way to fuck with you right and it's but it's People don't... So it works on both ways. Like, if you yeah. don't want to believe, your brain is just like, no. And if you do want to believe, then you will hold on to things even when people are saying, mm-hmm. it's not real or I, I made this up or whatever. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, no, you didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't. I kind of... I like having this, like, hope for the best, expect the worst. Like, mm-hmm. I like to believe that the paranormal is real sometimes, but also not accepting that as a full truth when I get spooked out or when something happens. But also, like, I don't know, for for some reason it feels like, and maybe this is more of, like, social influence and all those things that happen when you're a human in this world. Mm-hmm. But, like, who am I to not believe it? You know, like, who am I to come out here and be, like, these living creatures that, like, are now dead didn't go anywhere? Like... I think sometimes 
I think it's in the minority in terms of the experiences you hear about and the stories you hear about. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, it feels weird for me to completely not believe things. Like it feels a little too ambitious. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I understand where you're coming from. I, mm-hmm. I find my hardest thing is that if someone is standing in front of me telling me a personal experience, mm-hmm. I can't. I. I believe that what they are telling me is the truth. Mm -hmm. It just does not make sense to me that so many people would... It makes sense to me that people would embellish Mm -hmm. a story. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's about the paranormal. Right. I mean, even in your memory, you might... Mm -hmm. Like, you might... Every time you remember it, you might, like, add something else in, and then you think that's really the memory, but it's completely different than what it used to be. Mm -hmm. You know, we do that all the time with, like, arguments with our significant others and stuff like that. 100%. (laughs) Yeah. But I, that doesn't mean that there wasn't some kind of a grain of truth in mm-hmm. that experience. And I I believe people when they tell me something. So in stuff like this, too, it's one thing if someone has something to, to gain, mm-hmm. but Gene Otto had nothing to gain. Mm-hmm. It's not like he sold paintings of his haunted doll. Yeah, like it being creepy and it like possessing him in some way to make something and then made a bunch of money off of that. Right. He didn't, he already had a bunch of money. <laughs> Honestly, like the doll did nothing for him but make him seem creepy and weird. So, yeah. Well, and also like put a riff in his relationship with his wife. Right. Yeah. And I, it was interesting. In Child's Play, it was like there was this, like, strangler. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I know this story. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. So, like, like, that made sense in a weird way. Yeah. You you get a doll, and then you have some, at that exact moment that it was created, you have someone who's executed or died or uh-huh. something. I don't remember. Does, does some part of him get, like, melted into the plastic? Or? No, he does this, like, like... I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be saying this right. This is like spell, basically. Like some kind of satanic ritual. Yeah. No, seriously. (laughs) Like he's dying and he's like touching the doll. And then she got the doll from somewhere like half off. Because my first thought was like, are you really trying to tell me that like in a crime scene when like this huge like strangler is being arrested, (laughs) they just calmly put this bloody doll back into the box and they were like hey here you go but like she got it 50 percent off so i think it was like like from someone in the street it's really just a story about not buying shit from <laughs> random people in the street like don't if you're not paying full price it's probably a knockoff or mm-hmm. it's possessed that's or just don't spoil the kids don't get them the things they just, want just don't give them toys at all yeah make them play with blocks and Dirt and, <laughs> and grass, grass. and roly polies. Um, cardboard boxes. You buy you buy you something nice on Amazon and give your kid the cardboard box. <laughs> okay, I genuinely as a child played in boxes all the time. Legitimately, so did I. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. No, I I would have loved. Boxes. Yeah. In here. And then give them to children? No, we should just, like... Make a fort? Mm-hmm. Like, come out of them sometimes, like, when someone comes, like, oh, welcome. We could build, like, a whole... Okay, I gotta cut mm-hmm. all this out of this. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> so, before we give this a grade, we okay. are almost done. That was pretty short. That's okay. But before we give this a grade, I want to tell you what I looked up. Okay. Um, because I just had to. I searched possessed doll on eBay. <laughs> Your face right now, you you look really concerned for me. Like, you look like maybe con- I've, I've invited something into my life. <laughs> a little bit. And also, like, why is that a market of, like, why is there a market for people that want that? Oh, there is a market. I hate that. They are just asking for, okay, no one asked for anything. But going down that trajectory <laughs> seems like you're going to be haunted. Asking for something. Yep. So, okay. So, I looked it up. There's, like, 165 results. Oh, my gosh. I... I just flipped through and I was like looking at different listings and there are a lot of them that say, and I guess this is something with eBay's like policies Mm -hmm. at the end, they have to say like experiences are not guaranteed. This is for entertainment purposes only. So it seems, and this is one of those things where I'm like, yeah, legitimately it, it seems like a, fucking racket it's yeah like you, you go to because i go to antique stores all the time or whatever and you you can find some creepy looking dolls mm-hmm. right so you go buy the creepiest looking doll you can find and then you're like this one has a really one of them said they rough it, it up a, a bit <laughs> not even some of them are really nice looking and they and some of them are like this one's one of them said this one has a, a real motherly energy 
And like, this is a kind, fragile child spirit and needs a good caretaker. So it's really like, they're not all possessed like this is a demon that's going to haunt you and yeah. mess up your life. A lot of them are like... Robert. Sorry. No. no. Robert was bad. Okay. Robert was a bad child. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but I, it's... <laughs> It was it was weird to flip through them. The it seemed like about half of them were like in the fifty dollar range, forty forty or fifty dollars. Okay. And then there were some that were in the more like twenty to thirty dollar range. And either way, what do you what? Ha- <laughs> I feel like people would pay thousands of dollars for, for a real? real haunted doll. That's why I'm just like fifty bucks for like a little. What are they with the Raggedy Ann? Like, that's not. I would buy all the Raggedy Ann dolls if I could make 50 bucks a pop. Although, actually, they're antiques, so now they (laughs) they cost a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it doesn't seem exactly like a money making scheme, but on the other hand, like, you could probably get more from your, for your doll Mm -hmm. if it's haunted than you can if it's just like a doll. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And another thought about like debunking it. Mm hmm. Especially with the whole, like, smartphones exist now, the internet exists now, and, like, even for all the videos that are, like, haunted or whatever and we don't believe them, like, were there any videos of people working at the museum um, recording Robert moving? Ooh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. He When he moves, I think the moving thing always happens when no one's in the room. Mm. So it's one of those. And that was something that... That was like the original auto story mm-hmm. was that he would show up in a room where you didn't leave him, you know, that you, you never saw him move. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's weird. I OK, let's let's go ahead and give it a grade. I'm, okay. I'm not going to tell you. Don't look. Did you? Okay. Look I didn't look yet. Look? No. So what grade out of a, a to F, what grade would you give? this story what's the criteria like what a Listen, like the truthfulness or like it's the... whatever you think the because what what did you want out of like do you think it's like a spooky story do you think i think it's a really believable story and i think that messes with me a little more because like he never tried to kill the family like he never tried like all of those things like it gets it gets really violent it gets really bad but, like, this doll just wanted a friend and was just, like, there for Gene and was, like, like even if he was messing with his life, like, he was protective over him. A little abusive. A little, definitely a little manipulative. Of, yeah, mm-hmm. just emotionally abusive, maybe. But, like, he's not killing anyone. Emotional. No. No, but he did throw some shit around. I feel like if my best friend is, like, throwing shit around in my room, like, maybe we shouldn't hang out anymore. Yeah, but it's... It's just this element of, like, there's not too many scares to this story, mm-hmm. which makes me believe it more. Okay. All like, right. It seems, it seems like it's not over the top. Yeah, exactly. So, and, but also it's not, because it's not over the top, I don't want to rate it, like, something too high. Okay. So what do you think? I would say a B minus. B minus. Okay. I liked the explanation. No, that's good. So it's believable. <laughs> But it's not, like, too over the top, but it's not too crazy mm-hmm. either. It's not giving you, like, the jump scares every five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it an A. I gave it an okay. A because the doll itself is really fucking creepy. I just gave yeah. it an A because I'm afraid of Robert the doll. That's like I okay. and I do not believe in stuff like this. But there is a big like the animal brain part of me, lizard brain part of me that is like I am not gonna post pictures of this fucking doll. <laughs> I did not want stuff to happen. Just in case Robert hears this, I changed my vote to an A+. (laughs) Thank you for that. Thank you for that reminder. Thankfully, we're not, like, there. So I'm Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that, like, he's contained within the doll. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I think um, I didn't. I feel like a lot of the of the actual haunting Mm -hmm. could be just as easily explained by gene having some sort of mental illness 100 percent. yeah yeah and because of that it's it's still creepy and it's still honestly like there's an energy there that that followed him through his entire life that's still like a really spooky story Mm -hmm. but it's maybe not like chucky scary Mm -hmm. it's more like a slow burn kind of (coughs) 
psychological thriller. Totally. Thank you so much, Kat, for doing this. Of course, thank you. So fun. Um, it was really fun to tell you a story that I, I'm sorry it wasn't um, like Minnesota story. Michigan, but that's Just okay. Just kidding. It's okay. <laughs> Somewhere cold. We have nothing in the Midwest. I don't oh, blame you. It's... No, there's a lot actually in the Midwest. It's just, I just wanted something that was like not a bummer. Yeah. 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 Um, and this wasn't really a bummer. No. I feel like it's kind of a wholesome scary haunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it is. Like a child. cursed object. It's not Annabelle, you know? Right. Yeah. We might have to do that at some point, but. Ugh. So make sure, thank you all for listening. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review, especially on iTunes and Stitcher and everything, because that is how people find us and listen to the, the podcast. Check us out on social media. The easiest way to find us on social media is to go to the website, obviouslyhaunted.com, and all of our links are on there, and you can like us on all the social medias so that you never miss anything. I post a lot of weird ghost memes. That's... It's kind of it. And, and like new episodes. <laughs> yeah, if you want to send us a quick line and give me some interesting story or like a personal experience, I would love to hear it. Obviously haunted podcast at gmail.com. And just a reminder, I'm a new person on Patreon. Please come and be a patron. You'll get shout outs. You'll get bonus content. You'll get stickers and all kinds of cool stuff. And... Even if you're just a patron for a month or a couple of months, it helps me out a lot. We're coming up on that season of giving, so give it to me. (laughs) But more than anything else, thank you so much for listening. It makes this... This is already really fun, and I would probably do it even if nobody was listening. (laughs) But it makes it worth all the work Mm. to know that people are hearing these stories and enjoying them. And so I appreciate you all. And... Remember, Key West, Florida is obviously haunted. Hooray! That was good. I like that story a lot. Oh, I like you a lot. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) 